try this, man. So I'm gonna get like that, and then just kind of lightly, and then push a little bit harder, and they'll start to like really stick. Get a room, you two. <laughs> Holy crap! Pull them apart. Yeah. I think this is gonna be lost in translation. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't like that. You don't think like that people way. will think immediately that we're playing with hard drive bladders? I've been recording this whole time. Mm, really? Of course. Are you lying again? No. This is the part where we introduce our show, which is not about technology. It's more about the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Well, gentleman. I mean, that's a strong word, too. Yeah, it is. We can get ourselves in legal trouble with that. Yeah. Anyhow, this is John. For this episode, I will be the xenophobic xylographer. This is Ryan. I'll be the cantankerous cavalier. This is Gabe. I'm the analytic arbiter. And Brian will be the dashing dandy. And rounding out the cast is Marshall as the dastardly viceroy. So next up, we need to get a new studio. Not that this one's bad. I think the build room would totally work, because... Can we find a studio on a timeshare? (laughs) Yeah. That's an interesting topic. So I was staying in Maui at a timeshare, thinking if I'm here for a week and it costs this much, times 52, that's some good money. So how do we take it up a notch? At least, what, eight bucks? Yeah. It's a fancy timeshare. So from where I'm sitting, there's two multipliers. You can either go by square footage multiplier or by time slice. Hmm. Both good. Could you go for a geometric function and use both? Sure. So an apartment or a timeshare, you're really, you're paying for square footage, but you're actually, you have cubic, cubic feet. Oh, yeah, so that's true. That's true. There's no reason that an extra couple of feet to the ceiling has to go wasted like that. Well, it seems funny to multiply square footage by time and completely leave out one of the dimensions there. Mm-hmm. You ought to do square footage or cubic footage, so you've got your length, width, and height, and then and multiply the, that by time. That gives you four dimensions. Yeah, wow. you're not you're not you know neglecting height there. Height is is the uh, the most forgotten dimension, I feel like. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Didn't Kramer do this already? The levels? Yeah, the levels. It's all levels, Jerry. <laughs> levels, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's building levels in his, in his apartment. Yeah, I think that would work. So can you um, do really uh, fundamental, like, not fundamental, um, like time slicing, where you have, um, you can be, build separately for uh say you're transitioning from the bedroom to the bathroom mm-hmm. so those are our two separate bills uh, well it's prime real estate mm-hmm. you spent 10 minutes in the bathroom yeah <laughs> i guarantee if there's a line the price for the bathroom real estate's going to go through the roof yeah yeah it I, is you're basically subletting the different i guess you could say on areas of your house or room or condo when you think about it the bathroom is one of those rooms that's um, super high importance, but mm-hmm. very little used. Mm-hmm. So yeah, can can we reclaim some of that unused time? Um, kind of like the the SETI at home, where you devote your unused clock cycles to finding aliens. So can we use, you know, reclaim some of that unused bathroom time uh, by letting it out to a tenant for the timeshare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. What about this? Some sort of a commodities market for time slices <laughs> of a bathroom. <laughs> 
All right, Jimmy the Hobo is sleeping in there from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. You got people building houses with 20 bathrooms just to flood the market, drive the price down. Yeah. That's, yeah. And yes. you can call it the uh, the brown market oh. <laughs> on the underground. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, the first night we were sharing a, a couple of bedroom condo with my sister and her family. There were two bathrooms for eight people. Hmm. Prices went up that night, I'll tell you what. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that, especially with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to put down a, an extra deposit for any plumbing damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deposit. Nothing? <laughs> I have to apologize. I'm just a little out, out of it because I had cheese curds for lunch. Mm. Cheese curds are the best. And we have to take a moment to thank our latest, latest sponsor. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Chef Boyardee cheese curds? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Gluten-free, fat-free, cruelty-free. <laughs> I had uh, two things of Chef Boyardee beef red for for lunch. I think the last time I had Chef Boyardee anything was quite a while ago. That was like the thing as a kid I always wanted because I saw the commercials for it. Saturday morning, you're like, man, those cool kids get Chef Boyardee? Yeah, we never got that kind of stuff. I still keep buying it thinking that it's going to taste like something other than disappointment, but so far. Yeah. It's like SpaghettiOs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want them to taste amazing? Disappointment. Now with meatballs. (laughs) Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, those aren't it's, meatballs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what those are. It's disappointment in a red acid sauce. I used to get SpaghettiOs with the hot dogs in them, but that's a low-grade dog, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can taste the sawdust. <laughs> Grade F meat or whatever. Like stuff they turned away from like livestock yeah. feed. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Not worth it. This is SpaghettiOs. <laughs> what are the, the ones you feed your kids, like Vienna sausages? Oh, yeah, the, the little cans. The, yeah. It's like a gelatinous... Goo that they come yeah, in. Yeah, they kind of pressed it together loosely. Like, don't throw that out. <laughs> make Vienna sausage. <laughs> make gravy out of that. Yeah, I wonder what the, the Viennese people think about Vienna sausage. I have a feeling they have no idea that that's a thing that mm-hmm. Americans make. I think that's a slight toward them. Yeah, it probably is. One of the reasons for well, WW2. There's won. Vienna beef, which is actually good. The Vienna beef hot dogs. <laughs> you can't actually make an official Chicago hot dog without Vienna beef hot dogs. So that's probably where they get the Vienna sausage thing. Yeah, they, they get it from um, Vienna, Kentucky. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I don't know if there is a Vienna, Kentucky. Fact check. <laughs> no, Marshall, seriously. Find out if there's a Vienna, Kentucky. I bet there is. That sounds like the, there's definitely a Vienna, Kentucky. <laughs> when we go from 50 listeners to uh, 48, we'll know there's a, yeah. there's a Vienna, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I just lost the Vienna It's too audience. close to home. I'm out. <laughs> Vienna, Kentucky. Come on. That's with a K. There's no K in Vienna. Silent K. <laughs> it's in I'm looking at like Vienna, K-N-A. Oh, there is a Vienna, Illinois? Maybe that's where they're made. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Actually, look up Vienna sausages real quick. See where they're made. Safe search off. No. <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> Safe search off. I'm feeling lucky. That's a dangerous endeavor. <laughs> We're going to have to record that one over Skype on our own time, oh. <laughs> on our own internet connections. Probably. I just w- I wonder how many people actually know there's an I'm feeling lucky button on Google's front page. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, there is. Oh, I know yeah, there is. Right. Search and then I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been there since the beginning. Yep. Every, since everybody, the, beginning. the people who use it are either people who are um, about to go through a divorce or uh, octogenarians. Writing like a college term paper and just like come mm-hmm. on. on algorithms, yeah, <laughs> on algorithms, on search algorithms, yeah. yeah. It's telling the, well, the Google know. Analytics people, I don't care what I'm looking for. 
<laughs> but give it to up. me anyways. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you find out? I don't... What are I think you it's best at? to use the I'm feeling lucky button when searching for Unix commands. <laughs> Specifically, the, the help, right? The manual pages mm-hmm. for Unix commands. Yes. Yep. Like how to find out if another person has a, an account on the machine. Mm. Um, or trying to figure out uh, the correct switches to pass with the date command. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's always kind of fun. Whoa, that is not what I meant to type in. <laughs> That's okay. It could be worse. Yes. You could be checking to see if there's another user on the system. (laughs) What's that command again? Finger. Finger. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's a weird one. There's a lot of weird ones. (laughs) Finger the man page date. Finger the man page date. Yeah. Yeah, all Unix devs are just creeps as well. Mm hmm. Probably. Check the disks on this system. Don't remember what arguments to pass, though. We can say that because John's not here. Go, hey, John. <laughs> Get all defensive. <laughs> Tell us to use, uh, what is that, Dogpile as the search engine? Probably. Someone's getting redirected to Lycos for a while. Lycos <laughs> <laughs> there. Lycos. Where's the DuckDuckGo? Well, I was thinking Sammy Sosa. Like anytime you say anything about Windows, he's like, well, Bing is the best search engine out there. You just look at him like, you know. I can't use it. There's some truth truths in the world. That is not one of them. Didn't Bing get in trouble for a while because they were basically just reserving Google results? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and like Google tested it because they made like this one small change. That's right, they made one change, and it was it. They intentionally served incorrect results. Yeah, so they could see. see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. I noticed the MSN doesn't actually link to an article; it links to a Bing search of a topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything we pump up their numbers. That's how I get five dollars Amazon credit every month. Whole five dollars. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. That's why I quit using MSN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I get on, do my requisite Bing searches to earn up my Bing points so that I can <laughs> cash them in for a Amazon gift card, and then I switch right back over to Google. Mm. You know, I think we might have some competition on the the time slicing of our hotel, though. Because I was driving down Division a couple of weeks ago, and there's a motel that has hourly rates. I think they beat us to it. Yeah, that's a that's a classy joint. I've seen that place. Yeah, but they're they're that doing way ahead of his time. They're doing time slicing, but are they actually doing uh, space slicing as well? Time and space. Mm-hmm. Slicing? Depends who the tenant is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have asked that. Yeah, probably. Do. Are the locks coin operated? <laughs> so if we like picture in and out. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, crap, we're I'm locked in. <laughs> so I'm like, quarter my dentist appointment, can I borrow a quarter? Yeah. <laughs> It'll cost you. So what would the perfect building be like for our space and time slicing accommodations? Well, have you looked at the Kremlin lately? No, I haven't. Historic. But I was kind of thinking that. onion top thing. Oh, seems yeah. Seems like a bunch of wasted space. Like everybody has their feet together and they just kind of fan out like a mm-hmm. daisy. And you stack them up in layers. That yeah, might work. Smallest on top. Speaking of feet touching, I was in a plane. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, they don't build the seats <laughs> as big as they used to. I'm still a growing boy, you know. So I sit down next eat, to a guy. Eat Wheaties. You know how you're worried about elbows touching in yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, that's the worst, yeah. What do you call it when your butt cheeks touch <laughs> <laughs> on a flight across the ocean? <laughs> I think that's moon landing. 
That's a splashdown. I sat down and the guy whipped the divider down. I heard a whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had something similar like that happen. Um, where this guy was so fat that his fat was going over and under the armrest, so it was touching me like on, uh, I couldn't squeeze over the other one enough to escape it. It was like, did you ever see that 1950s like horror film, The Blob? It was like that, just like oozy stuff that just that's manifest destiny. Yeah, it was. It was just uncomfortable. In, in the Book of Judges in the Old Testament, there's a story about Ehud, the left-handed judge. And he, he went after um, the guy who was oppressing Israel at that time was uh, Eglon. And it, it says that Eglon was a very fat man. And so when Ehud stabbed him, he let go of the sword and Eglon's fat rolled over the sword and it just completely disappeared. <laughs> no way. I don't remember that story. It's pretty good. That's quite a feat. It's weird that I don't times. remember. That is exactly the, the best. Kind of story the best part was that the uh, Eglon's aides didn't go in to check on him because they thought he was dropping a deuce. <laughs> Is that in there, too? Mm-hmm. Man. They were embarrassed to go in and check on him because they thought he was using the facilities I need to start out there on the balcony. I need to start reading the Old Testament I don't know more. if that's in the King's James. That might be the NRSV or something. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Dropping that. a deuce. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the TEV, the Today's English Version. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Huh. I believe. Like, Jesus did believe, not say yo. <laughs> I believe in the uh, TEV. Jesus says, hey, dudes, check it out. Does he really? <laughs> Why do I not remember that? Ehud, it's uh, I should have. I would remember that as a you know, last time I read the Old Testament was a while ago. But I'd remember a story like that. I'm I'd trying t- to remember where he comes in the the order. Let me. <laughs> no, that's not that important. I, I mean, I believe you. It's very important. That would be a fun podcast idea, though. Like someone starts reading, and then we all just interject and jump on it and derail it. <laughs> like, hold on a minute. Did yeah, you just called, say? Are you telling me it's that? Called, it's called the gentleman technologist. Yeah, the gentleman's Bible. I'd totally go to listen to uh, Rowan Atkinson read about it. Yeah, that would actually be awesome. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. In the character of Rowan Mr. Bean. Atkinson, yeah, read the Bible as Mr. Bean. <laughs> Judges 3. Judges 3. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a, on YouTube, you can find Rowan Atkinson telling his interpretation of the story of the wedding at Cana hmm. with, the, with the wine and all the people going to Jesus and how did you do that? And do you do kids parties? <laughs> <laughs> it's rather sacrilegious, but probably funny. It's Rowan Atkinson. He can do no wrong. I wonder if I'm still recording. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it. Mm. Rowan Atkinson owns a McLaren F1. Do you know that? Yeah. It's an expensive car. It is. I just can't see Mr. Bean driving that around. With the chair on top and <laughs> rope to the steering wheel. But <laughs> with that car, he does try to run Reliant Robins off the road. That would be awesome. Well, well done, sir. Yeah. I've crashed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> See, your mistake was you tried to turn a corner. That was a classic one. Yeah, that, that is one of the best episodes. Did you guys watch Black Adder? Oh, oh yeah, Black that show's awesome. I'm not. You're not. That's well, not you, should you need to watch, watch Black Adder. Are they on Netflix? Is it's that on it's one of the best uh, English history shows out there. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's pretty funny. I tried to watch Drunk History. Didn't, didn't get too far on that one. <laughs> oh, but did you watch the Lewis and Clark expedition? No. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
I've only seen oh, like two. That one is fantastic. There's another one where they have um. Oh shoot, what's his name? Why am I? Pl- uh, I had it and it's gone. Um, he plays Ron Swanson. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember his name. Ron. Perlman. Nick Offerman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Nick Offerman. Yeah. Um, and he uh he plays an arsonist, and the the it's not a you know well known history lesson or anything. It's actually this guy talking about how his dad burnt down buildings and nick offerman plays his dad because <laughs> <laughs> the guy starts out drinking or starts out drunk and is like just pounding hard liquor through the whole thing and at one point i think the the narrator ends up being like completely naked standing on his couch as he's telling this story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always wondered how they start off that show you know like yes. here drink this and yeah like how does that even work like well i think they you know talk to somebody and would you be willing to get drunk read about study a historical subject and then tell us the story while getting drunk yeah <laughs> it's a really good idea actually like there's somebody an, thought so there's another one about uh, kellogg's cornflakes and how those were invented huh from a quaker minister priest probably not uh, a priest. yeah it, no he was a um reverend maybe yeah he ran like a Almost like a soft asylum. <clears throat> so people would go there, but it wasn't like an asylum asylum. So like no padded walls? Um, yeah. So then how's it soft? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. actually, if you've seen uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, it was yeah. like that house that was completely sculpted out of jello. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Because who doesn't want walls that are non-Newtonian fluid? I think jello actually is not a non-Newtonian fluid, but, but. it would be pretty sweet to have... Qualifies as a non-Newtonian fluid. It's a fluid that has um, like solid properties. So, like if you mix cornstarch and water, oh yeah, then you can if you move slowly through it, it acts like a fluid. But if you compress it, then it behaves like a solid. Oh, I've seen. Did you see that video where that dude feels like a like an outside like a jacuzzi at full of oh, that yeah. stuff that Myth- runs across it? MythBusters has done some interesting mm-hmm. stuff with that, mm-hmm. and I think I think ruined a few jacuzzis and. Above ground pools <laughs> in the process. <laughs> Not getting your deposit yeah, back you can, from that. You can run across it if you keep moving, but if you stop, you'll sink. Pretty cool. Be a horrible way to die, but yeah. Mm. Well, you can use other things besides cornstarch, so I, I suppose you could find something that was quite tasty. Hmm. I wonder if cheese curds. Is there molten though? That would be really unsure. Unless it's American cheese, because that that melts at room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not liquid right now, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the jumbo pack? No, no. She told me they didn't have small, though, just a regular. I went, okay, fine. I got a large, and it was like a one-pound box. Yeah, yeah pretty was, big. That was about halfway through, and I was already regretting what I was doing. I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, anytime I've gotten a large for personal use, I get like halfway through it, I'm just like, yes! And then it just changes, like, yeah, like you go from one to yes. like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not the best uh, lunch to choose coming out of being sick. Mm. Trying to be on the mend and it's like, yeah, today's a cheese curd day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Next, Never mind. Next time I go through Oregon, I need to stop at Tillamook and get some of their squeaky curds. Yeah, and their squeaky curds could go through your organ. So. <laughs> oh, man. You just keep setting them up. That, that, imp- <laughs> that impressed me and disgusted me all at once. <laughs> Are they still fixing the flushers in the bathroom? Oh, so wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I would. I'd like to know. You're going to like to know in about a half hour. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. I feel sorry for whoever. <laughs> the question is becoming ever more pressing. Well, CD. <laughs> I notice you're sweating. <laughs> the automatic flushers. Um, they just weren't, weren't doing it for us. So we've hired some, uh, some, uh, Mexican boys called Manuel. Mm. Manuel flushers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. It's embarrassing at first, but you know, you just, get to know them. Just don't, <laughs> just don't make eye contact. Much like this podcast. It's kind of like yeah. the first time you change in the locker room at school. It's yeah, like, really uncomfortable at first, but by the end, you're, yeah, whatever. head down, mm-hmm. eyes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one stall was set for stun, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that one was not getting the job done. get the toilet paper down. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I was like, yes. Then I'm like, oh, that's a design flaw. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a challenge. You're like, I wonder if I can clog a toilet. And you do it, and you're like. Well, the toilets that are like that are, are much better for cherry bombing, though, because it goes down before the fuse has a chance to get put out. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to try that, but I never did because I could never bring myself to waste a good, you know, explosive device on. <laughs> waste a good cherry bomb on. Yeah. I just couldn't do <laughs> Not it. the toilet. Don't worry about destroying the toilet. Yep. They did that on Mythbusters. That was a pretty good episode. Did it actually do anything? Yeah. The concussion. They built a whole sewer system out of clear pipe, and then they flushed it, and they did it on time delay, like blowing up in the bowl versus going down a ways. Oh, nice. The further it got down, the... More intense the explosion. Because it has nowhere to go, so it just pushes. Yeah. Water doesn't compress as well as air does. Yeah. Oh, man. I really want to do that. If you get it on the the downhill side of the (laughs) P-trap. Oh, yeah. While it's still within the toilet, that could do some Does it pretty much blow up the toilet or once it did? Mm -hmm. Like dislodge several of them, I think. Wow. Did I ever tell my my, uh, M80 story? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. So this was good. So one uh, fateful 4th of July when I was, uh, oh, I don't know. Probably twelve. <laughs> no, I was about. I think it was about twelve. Uh, I, uh, my I'd say last summer. My uh, mom worked on the Indian reservation, and so uh, you know it was like you had a day off of school or something. You'd go over there, you know, and spend the day on the res. And uh, of course, they had all these fireworks stands. And so uh, I turned to my dad and I said, "Hey, let's go get fireworks in the Indian reservation." And he says, "Oh, okay, that's cool." So we stop at this first place and, you know, it's a real classy joint, single wide trailer, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, with like yeah. the, you know, the milk stand out front. And, uh, I walked up to the guy and I'm looking around and he's just staring at me, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, uh, you got anything loud? And he looks at my dad and says, you with him? He says, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, we got M80s, M500s, M1000, tennis ball. And his <laughs> things were just progressively getting bigger. And I'm, well, I'll, I'll take. Eight M eight M eighties, you know, and they were like two bucks each or something. Wow. Super cheap. <laughs> and uh so I've never had a firecracker like this before. And uh so I get home and I'm like, Oh yeah, I gotta really use this on something. So I had this pop can. Don't know what I was thinking. You know, I've, I've never had an M80 before. Okay. Put this pop can on top of a fence post. And this pop can I had been, like, shooting at with my BB gun. So there's, like, side of it's, like, torn off. So I, like, put it in there with the fuse sticking out. And uh you have to understand, like, the driveway is, like, so. And there's, like, a, oh, I don't know, maybe a six-foot, like, little bank that comes off the side to the fence. So I'm, I have to run up a hill. hill. You might say. Yeah, like a grassy hill. So I got to run up a hill onto the road. Okay, so I put this on the post. I light the fuse. It starts going. I turn, and I have, like, about three strides up the hill, and then, boom, and I just fell flat on my face, and I'm like, what in the world? I turn around, and I kid you not, 
the can had blown up and the bottom of the can wrapped around the fence post. <laughs> That's awesome. Like in a perfect film. <laughs> I was just wow. like, whoa, these are way more powerful than I thought. So then, uh, you know, and I had this like bag of M80s. I'm like, ha, ha, we're going to blow stuff up, right? Now I know how, how powerful they are. So I end up, <laughs> end, up, <laughs> end up over at my buddy's house and uh, we rigged up this deal where we had like a like a uh, a food bowl like a dog bowl like metal dog bowl and then uh, he had a, a, a cinder block they were gonna put on top of it right? <laughs> so we get this all rigged up it's like a trap you know and it's like okay one two three and so we light it light it it's like it's like it's not going it's like oh crap oh crap and then it starts going and so we throw it under there we're both running away ah and i'm like it's gonna go off really quick nothing happens and it's like what what's going on and so my buddy starts to like stroll over there it's like no 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 let's throw rocks at it for a while right like let's let's be smart about this well then i hear this this horn honk honk you know honk it's my dad at the bottom of the driveway and i'm like oh crap i gotta go so we both turn and start running around the side of the house because we just ran everywhere because we were kids, right? Yeah. Starting to run down the driveway and we hear a boom. And you turn around and look up and this thing is just end over end. And I'm, I'm like not even kidding. 100 feet up in the air. And we're like, whoa. And this thing hits the ground and it's smoking. And, you know, it's like, whoa. Go over there. And where the concrete cinder block had been pushing on the on the bowl mm-hmm. was totally flat and the rest of it was just like boom, like bowled up. It was crazy. I don't, I don't remember what we did the rest of them though. That's pretty good. Yeah, those were the coolest things that we blew up. We we did throw one into the water to see if it would like yeah. make a big column. It was wasn't as good as a shotgun. I used to make firecracker rockets. We take a take a tuna can and fill it with water, like open it up, set it down, fill it with water. And you take a soup can and put a hole in it, and then you put just one normal little firecracker. Oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You light it, and the compression shoots the can about thirty feet in the air. Yeah, I remember doing that. Oh wow, that's yeah. fun. It's pretty cool. Not as good as a candy cannon, though. I wouldn't let uh, my kids can- near it. <laughs> candy cannon. I should bring that in. Candy cannon's awesome. Yeah, yeah nothing, you saw nothing's the candy more, cannon. Yeah, nothing's right. more terrifying than the, the plug falling the plug. back down. Whoa, watch out. Yeah, because it's like, and Gabe's like, okay, keep all the kids over there. We don't want anybody getting hurt. And then, like, whose kids run out there and almost get killed by the thing? <laughs> like, there they are, leaning back. It's yeah. like, oh, you guys. Yeah. You're like a foot away. You missed them by like that much. <laughs> yeah. It's because there's like this plug that I made to fit in top of the candy cannon, which is, so it's basically just like uh, plywood, two <laughs> chunks of plywood that are this big around, but there, it ends up being about that. It's a big, thick plug. And then, you use that. Not a paper mache. You use that and you wrap it with a like wet, like a, a damp cloth. And then you shove it down the, <laughs> yeah. the candy. It's like a sabot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put the candy on top of it. And then yeah, that thing launches really, really high, and the candy just. You just want to vaporize candy? Is it the? It kind of it does do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there was like a. I don't know. It was like a Twix or something. Yeah. And like just, you just open it up. It's just destroyed. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Twix, like chocolate. And then you like eat it and it just tastes like sulfur. Yeah. Like, why are we nasty. doing this? Make a yeah, Pop Rocks grenade while you're at it. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. funny. Be- <laughs> Leave your mouth open. Like the cloud walked over you. <laughs> Retrofit a potato gun with a, that shoots powdered sugar. Like, <laughs> 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 Sorry about actually. Sorry about the delousing. That actually <laughs> powdered sugar. That would get really interesting really fast because powdered sugar is rather Explo- flammable. Yeah, yeah. use coffee the- creamer. <laughs> <laughs> the lice hate that. <laughs> yeah, nothing weird about two guys eating a hot dog in a Prius. <laughs> Did you have to eat it like Lady in the Tramp? <laughs> <laughs> Who eats a hot dog sideways? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like corn on the cob. Oh, no. <laughs> what do we do at the end? Just close your eyes. <laughs> no, so we're working on, on, on my garage this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, Brian's wife was awesome and cooked the hot dogs, which was fantastic. I sure as heck didn't want to cook the hot dogs, but uh, we had to make an emergency run into town. So Brian was grabbing as many hot dogs as he could on the way into the, into town, getting into the Prius. In my defense, I was not eating a hot dog. I was eating a hot sausage, no, which no. actually doesn't sound any better. Yeah. Also a topic for the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All hot, right. sausage. hot sausage sandwich. Safe search off. Have fun in your one-on-one, Brian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back. Nope. Uh, it's gonna be the time slice for one fifty-seven to two. Three minutes. That's it. Hope you get enough time. Yeah. Not my problem.